What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games. This is episode 32, and I am one of your hosts, Jay Johnson. And joining me as always is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goob Morgan. What up, now? Glad to be here. Coming up on today's show, we talk about Sony's new monitor and headphone initiative. Kojima gets accused of being an assassin. And we also review the rest of the E3 topics that I promised from last week. All that more coming up on today's show. But first off, you know what we do. Let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goo. How's it going, big dog? Man, very well. You know, out here taking a break in Destiny. So that's cool. You know, might get back into the Fortnite. Some Fall Guys. Try to get some dub. You know, man, other than that, you know, we're just out here parenting, you know, having a good little time. Uh, nothing too serious going on. But, you know, kind of kind of had a little elongated hiatus. Well, you know, we but we're doing better, as we promised. It's, you know, much better schedule. We try to keep it back on track. But, you know, other than that, man, we're just chilling, baby. That is our MO, trying to keep on track and trying to keep to a schedule. Um, you mentioned there, before we get to the games bit, talking about parenting, there seems to be a spaghetti video of some sort. I have not watched it yet, but this seems to be making the rounds in our friend group. That seems to be some of your and Ava's best work yet. Yeah, it is. Well, I wouldn't say my work. It was uh, more or less, you know, my ch- Ava and uh, my stepfather's work. Uh, he's feeding her some spaghetti, and then he's just having the time of his life. Uh, it's very cute, and she's, um, you know, she got some little. I want to say she got eight teeth now, so she's very excited about eating food. So you know, eight she can't, she can't, teeth. Yeah, she got eight. Well, it's technically seven and one is coming in, so but I can see it. So it's there. So it's eight. You know, so now she has to be chopping down, and you know, he's just like. You know, they're just having a good little, good little wholesome moment, you know? Mm-hmm. That's cute. So are, is she going to, how does, I don't know how kids work. I know nothing about children. Is she going to get all 32 baby teeth before she gets her 32 real teeth? We have 32 teeth, right? Am I, that's correct. Am I, am I right? I believe that's, that's correct. Okay. But I'm not sure how the baby, I'm not sure if they all fall out in a new one. But I know if you're, if y'all ever want to look at something really weird, Google x-ray of a baby's head. Like all, like they got a whole bunch of teeth that are like in their mouth. Like the baby teeth, then the other teeth behind them teeth, and like they got like sixty teeth. Wait, those teeth are already there? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, for real. What? Google, <laughs> Google it, baby. Teeth X-ray. Google I'm really it. about to Google this live. <laughs> Do it. Do it. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, this is this is haunting. <laughs> I don't like this at all. X-rays of all kids' there. skulls and their baby teeth get pushed out and their permanent teeth grow in. Jesus Christ, this is some fucking... Doesn't that look maniacal? Orwellian shit out here. Like, what the fuck? Demonic, even. So I guess they all do get pushed out and then the new ones come right behind them. Man, I never thought about that. Yeah, because I'm assuming teeth grow differently and they're like... Like, when you die, they're the last thing that 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 decomposes, right? Or am I tripping there? Uh, we'll go with yes We're not scientists on this podcast But checks out That tracks God this shit is hit The side view of all the little holes that the teeth are in As they're going to grow up into the other teeth Is just This is some fear of holes shit This is What's it Tryptophobia or something like that Yeah kind of cool though huh Yeah I can't look away but my skin's definitely crawling 
You're welcome. Mm. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So how did you get your teeth out? Did you use the door? Did you pull them out yourself? What was the, when you were a kid, what was the operation and what are you going to do with young Ava when it's time to get her, her teeth out? Uh, it just fell out. I just pulled them out. And then I guess with her, man, I mean, you know, to tell her, let it wiggle, wiggle to the fall out, you know? <laughs> her teeth don't wiggle, wiggle, they fold. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe like attach a string to, you know, our dog's leg or something. Just have him like <laughs> run down the hallway real fast. <laughs> that I like this idea. That This is the one that you need to do. You got to record. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I did the door thing one time, but yeah, for the most part, I think I just yanked them out of my head. So, yeah, that sounds pretty dangerous. That door thing. I don't know about that one, Chief. It's ridiculous, really. It, it, uh, is she gonna know about the tooth fair? Is that gonna be a thing? Is she gonna get like twenty bucks for her for her baby teeth? Mm, I'm gonna get like a few pennies. A few pennies. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, maybe like one, maybe like one dollar coin. You know, or actually, maybe a two dollar bill. How about that? Mm. We'll give her two. We'll give her two dollar bill. That way, she'll think it's rare money. You know. Mm, okay. Okay. I like this idea. I like this idea. Okay. Well, nothing new over here with us. Uh, same old, same old. Our baby, the lizard, uh, he got moved into a different room now. So he's got his his old domain back. It's going to be called the green room, this new room. It used to be the reading nook. And then it was Jesse's office. And now it's going to be the green room. And she's going to call, call it that because it's going to have the lizard and all the other living things in our home. So we're going to fill it up with flowers and have some kind of sweaty oasis for her reptilian friends. So that's that's what we're up to over here. You know, I feel like taking care of a lizard ain't too bad. I kind of feel like it's like low, like one of them low maintenance pets. You know, I mean, I guess I guess you could take it for a walk. It might look kind of weird, but um, <laughs> you know, you just walking your lizard down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you make but, jokes, but they had that. That was a thing. I think in the seventies in New York, and they had the bigger exotic lizards and pets that people walked around. I'll, our lizard won't get that big, but Jesse does have a collar for it, so. And and it's pretty it's pretty well hand trained so you I don't know what does that mean bigger. like it'll just hang on your hand or bite your hand well yeah he doesn't nibble anything he hisses every now and then like when he gets like he never wants to be pulled out of the tank but once you get him out he's pretty chill um, but yeah mm. the hand training is just getting him used to being handled by people and and just being out and about and he likes that he likes hanging out and sitting on her lap or sitting in her pocket of her sweatshirt and then crawling on her like a like a jungle gym of some sort. So, yeah, I, I could see she wants it to happen. Like, is, you're making a goof here, but she wants to walk her fucking do- her dog. God damn it. She wants to walk her fucking lizard around this neighborhood like it's some kind of dog. So maybe she'll get her wish. I mean, you could probably, I guarantee you could probably tell some, somebody to ask, he's like, this is a dog. And they, they, they believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, you imagine the conversation and looking at you like, no, I don't know what drugs you're on, but not today. Yeah, get behind like, me. Like, this this is a dog, ma'am. What do you mean? What do you are mean? You, are you stupid? Do you not know what dogs look like, fool? <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. We're going to try to pull that bullshit. We're going to see how far we get. See, now that's some shit you need to record, okay? Then I got send you. it to us. Then send it to me. Just a couple. Look, look out for us. Just a couple podcasts. Just a couple shorts. Just a couple Instagram. Here we go. I like it. I think you were like one of our one followers. So maybe we'll get more after the 13 people who listen to the show will find us on Instagram. There are no posts let's, yet, but I promise you we're coming. Let's hope so. 
Mm, we'll see. Well, speaking of our 13 people listeners, thank you for joining us. This is Oblivious Games Podcast, your semi-weekly gaming podcast where we go to the news of the week and talk to you about it. Um, yeah, I'm Jay, as I said before, where is with me, and we got a few topics for you today. Uh, but before we get to those things, we're going to talk about what we're playing, Juarez. You kind of mentioned it a little bit. You said some um, fall guys in Fortnite. So, yeah, talk to me. How's it been? We finally got you playing Fortnite Zero Build. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I liked it. I haven't come. I just came back after that. Some, I guess I'm called the movement update. It's kind of nice, though. It's like, you know, you sprint, slide, and jump, and it's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty nice. Um. And it's not, I don't know, it's just something about engaging somebody, you know, and like, and, you know, in a firefight and they're just like not building a goddamn mansion around, you know, and it's like, <laughs> all right, well, you know, now it's like, you know, it's a skill, a skill move, you know, but I mean, I'm still always be angry when I lose, you know, people who are better than me always sweat, people who are worse than me always, you know, casuals, you know, so. No, nothing in the middle, that's how it goes. Yeah, there, there's no middle ground, you know, you either too far on one end or, you know, you <laughs> play for a living or, you know, you play after work, that's it, you know, there's no in between. Uh, but it was fun. I did have a fun time. Um, did got a dub second game in there, you know, but nice, nice. Yeah. That was a little squad game, you know, teammates were, um, very, very helpful, which is quite surprising. You know, usually, usually drop opposite ends of the map and then you gotta like find each other and then, you know, half of them dead, but you know, it stuck together the whole time and, you know, we just, you know, we're saucing. Your boy dropped seven kills, you know, couple hey, six, let's go. Know, it's whatever. Fucking around almost got triple double, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I I Q. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> but you know, I, uh, Fall Guys seemed a little bit harder. You know, it was like a couple hot L's in a row. So that, was, that was that was that was pretty funny. You know, um, I thought the game was like I would assume it's super casual, but nah, them kids is like <laughs> them kids is awful blood. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make much sense. Like it's so weird that the points go up that like because it's a point based system. So if you right. play one duos or or singles doubles or quads your placement is depending on how fast you get to the objective that gives you points and the people with the top points whether it be 10 8 5 those advance but you have to get more points the higher you go so if you're a squad your whole squad has to be fast which i guess it makes sense it's like you're not going to be backpacked here like you really got to still play the game uh but no for such a casual game that shit was fucking sweaty as hell i mean it really was but i mean i guess there are five million people, right? Then the competition all would probably be you always have a good chance of having stiff competition, you know. But I just felt, you know, granted I hadn't played that game since like, I don't know, eight months you, ago. So Yeah, you were close to launch, I would assume, yeah. right? Or the yeah. when it was big, yeah. I guess. When it was like on uh it was like on PC game pass. That's when I was at home with like the pandemic and stuff. And I was working from home, but and I was, you know, just doing that like on breaks and stuff. So But I mean it was fun though. Like it's like you know, if you out here raging at Fall Guys, you know you got you got bigger problems. You know, but I was just like, man, these kids are like saucing, man. Like I think I'm out here like working up a sweat trying to keep up with these clowns. Completely, you know, it's but, so ridiculous. It, so. It, it, yeah, it it was a good time though. It it was a good time. Yeah, I think it should definitely be one of our scream our scream our stream games for uh for Space Zaddy. Shouts out uh, Twitch.tv slash Space Zaddy. Uh, our space zaddy slash oblivious streams on Saturdays or Tuesdays or whatever it is. Cause I think it's a, a, a great game to watch. So maybe we'll chorus course, man, I can't talk tonight. Course our buddy, uh, Mr. Zaddy himself and see if he wants to get down on some, some fall guys for the stream. Let's do yeah. it. 
Yeah, but we're be playing. good, man. I I love the South Homeboy on his own stream, you know, whatever. Holiday. Yes, Stokes handed me uh my um my ass last Sunday. We played uh Mario Kart and uh I won the first cup, I think. I was feeling really good, and then he sat up, straightened up his hat, his Luigi hat, his slutty Luigi hat, and he fucking crushed me the rest of the day, and I was upset about it. I mean you 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 kind of mid at Mario Kart. Ah, uh, that's not true at all. Kind of you kind of mid at that. Put that get a smash, brother. Man, I'll beat y'all like mm. Ain't no All tomorrow. Right. You talking a lot of good noise right now without the hand, without the sticks in your hands, but it's okay. We'll we'll sort that hey, out. Come through, come through. The time will come. All right, let's do it. Don't even worry. About it. Speaking of Mario, though, I did finish. I think I said this maybe last time, but I can't remember. But I have a story to to, to that's going to tickle you because I finished uh, Mario Galaxy. Oh my god, probably one of my favorite games of all time. I don't know why the fuck. Well, I know why the fuck. I didn't have a Wii. Fuck the Wii. But I finally played it in 2022. A game that came out in 2007. I beat it. Um, and man, a perfect game. What a masterpiece. One of my favorite Mario games ever. It makes Mario Odyssey look like a fucking child's toy in comparison. All that to say, I played it as a part of the Super Mario All-Stars pack on Switch, which you could only get digital for like a week because <laughs> Nintendo's full of bullshit. Um, but I finished it and I was going to go in reverse where it's like I told you I was going to play Mario Galaxy and then go back and play Mario Sunshine for the GameCube. And I was going to go back finally and play Mario 64 for our beloved Nintendo 64. But my God. After I finished Mario Galaxy and I booted up Mario Sunshine and I was upset because <laughs> those games, surprisingly so, do not translate very well as far as the control schemes go. I got through 15 minutes of very frustrating gameplay trying to get that damn nozzle thing to work because I couldn't even find it to begin with. And I promptly turned it off and I decided to myself I had to make a decision war that you're going to laugh at me about. But uh, I'm going to go back and finish all the stars for Mario Galaxy, but I'm going to have to wait for at least a month or two to forget the Mario Galaxy controls before I can go back and actually play Mario Sunshine because that shit was a hard, hard transition. Um, You go for that, okay? Uh, it's too many stars in that damn game to be getting, too many moons, whatever, whatever. Wait, is it stars? I thought it's, it was moons. So every game is a little bit different. It will start. Well, I think almost every game is stars and some kind of variation of them. So 64 was regular stars. And then Sunshine was like a weird, different kind of, it was like light or something. But it was the same thing like a star. And then Galaxy was actual stars again. And then Odyssey was the moons. Mm, I had my fun with that. I'm not going back to it. Zelda's, you know, better game. So oh, here we go. <laughs> play, play Zelda. <laughs> yes, sir. Play Zelda. <laughs> what Zelda am I gonna play? I've already played Zelda. Get out of here. Yeah, well, you already you already played the best one, so that's all that matters. Oh Lord, here we go. Hello, hello. What's up? How you doing? There you go. Good day. I'm having a fantastic day. That's good to hear. Well, look, Zelda or bust. Okay, ten four. Hello. The one. The, what's what's Mario with Cappy? That's the Odyssey. That's the newest one. That where he that's, that's, subjugates that's the best people. One. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. He takes over their brain. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what we've been up to. Uh, like I said before, we got a couple big news items, and we're gonna break it down uh, and finish up some couple quick hitters for the extras. But I do have a couple corrections to make. Actually, one big correction. I had a slip of the tongue, Warriors, and I did not know that I did this until I listened back to the podcast. But I said the ESA, our folks over there. Um, at the um, Entertainment Software Association. I said that they were responsible for rating the games, but that is not true. The e, the ESA is not the ESRB. 
little Floridian slip there. So I just want to put that in correction. The ESA did handle E3 and handles other stats and stuff around the industry, while the ESRB is committed to making sure parents know what they're getting uh, when they have the ratings for their games. So just wanted to clear that up for everyone out there, all of our listeners, so they didn't think that was a complete fool, only a half fool. I mean, never mind. You're right. Good, hey, good looking on the correction. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Try to look out yeah. for us out here. Yeah. All right. Anything else do you want to um, get into before we hit up this news? That's all I got, Chief. That's all you got. All right, here we go. Number one. In a shocking move, Sony has launched a new line of gaming monitors and headsets. Dubbed Endzone, Sony will be offering two versions of its new gaming monitors built to take a full advantage of the PS5 and PC. The high-end 4K 144Hz model, the M9, launches this summer for $899 and will support well, have support for HDR with local dimming and variable refresh rate technology. The less expensive model, the M3, will drop later this year and has a max resolution of 1080p, but a blistering fast 240Hz. Uh, the headsets offer three flavors, with the highest costing $299, with, uh, which offers noise canceling, 360 degree spatial audio, and 32 hours of battery life. Stepping down one rung for $229, you lose the noise canceling and gain some more battery life. And then the cheapest headset is 100 bucks and it's gonna be wired. It's notable that these peripherals are not PlayStation branded. With Sony owning gaming's biggest fighting tournament, Evo, you can expect to have its competitors using all of this shiny new hardware coming to an Evo concert, or sorry, Evo competition near you. Juarez, man, Sony's entering yeah. into the monitor and headset game in a big way. What do you think, man? How much is the cheap one? Uh, the cheap monitor is... Or did I miss that? I, probably, I mean, I thought I was listening pretty intently. For the high one, eight ninety nine. Well, oh, you're right. Version? I did not put the cheap there. I think the cheap version is uh, four hundred. I believe. I think it's like damn. Price. Sorry, you're right. You completely right. That is a correction mm. on my end. Well, I mean, it's addition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you don't want the two. You don't want that one. You want the four K. No, Big dog I don't want. No, no, I don't want to get it on nine hundred dollars. No, I might give them four hundred dollars though, or just two four hundred dollars and get two of them. What are you what rocking I mean? now for your uh for your monitors? What you you got 1080p, uh 1440p or what? I think it's 1080p. Yeah. 100, 120. 120, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But it's 240 sound kinda kinda lit though. Uh I mean, I, I thought they always made monitors if you want to tell you the truth. <laughs> you would think though, actually, actually, you know, that's not a bad pull against Sony. They make everything else with screens. So yeah, you're right. Right. I was like, don't they already do this though? Like, I guess if it's just a game, I guess it's a gaming monitor. Uh, I mean, I'll probably get one. I mean, if it's compatible with it, you know, I'm going to see why it wouldn't be with the Xbox, you know, with my PC. I mean, sound like a $400 seems like a good deal. I'm pretty sure I paid like $300 for the monitor I got now. It's a damn HP. I mean, it don't do nothing special. So, right, right. But we, yeah, I mean, I probably, I'm probably never going to get a different headset outside of Astro, though. Yeah, Astros are, they've kind of got that market. If you're in there, you might as well just stay yeah. there. They're so good. So, yeah, um, I mean, but I mean, good for them. You know, they got some, they got uh stuff that'll you know be supported for you know the PlayStation, PlayStation Five, and you said PS Four, which is a PS Five. I guess it don't really. I mean, anything with an that. HDMI will work with it, but it's 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 designed. Mm. There are some features that are designed. First of all, it looks like a PS Five. I don't know if you've seen it yet. If you've I have not taken a look at it yet, it's got like you know everything looks right in the front, but in the back, it's got this crazy white neck. 
that's the monitor stand that actually looks like the outside white material of the PS5. So it, it sits super well with the silhouettes of those two things if they're on the desk together. Uh, but yeah, HDMI support. I mean, the biggest, like you said, it's HDMI 2.1. So that's going to be having the support for the 4K 120, as it says on the 10. Same thing for your PS5 and your Xbox. So yeah, you'd be good to go there. Mm, I might get one. We'll see. I mean, I just that just seemed like a lot. I mean... I guess I could, especially since the GPU price is about to go down. So that'd be nice. Um, you know, don't mean, I mean, I kind of feel like this would be more something for you. I'd like to know your thoughts on it, really. Yeah, man. Uh, well, speaking of GPU prices, yeah, the rumors and the and the new look for the four for the forty series have been coming up. So yeah, the thirty series should be going down. Hopefully, we should Let's get go. more stock. So it's a nice time to start, you know, finishing off or maybe even starting that that build that I've been talking about. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm completely excited, man. That that's as someone who's very dialed into the monitor game and like looking for always looking for the next best thing in monitors this really excites me because um it's it's priced super well first of all 900 bucks for a 4k 144 hertz hertz monitor is like right up there where you're looking for with its competitors the n at the end i think it's the the gp 950b or whatever it is that's the lg equivalent and the samsung's they're all around that same price range so sony did a great job there as far as like giving you options uh in that area um but yeah i mean all the features that make it best for ps5 like um being able to automatically adjust your hdr being able to uh detect uh you know the variable refresh rate, all these things that are really cool that enhances the experience for the person it makes it like an out-of-the-box you got it. You're good to go. Because I have the LG C1. It's a great TV, but you still got to you gotta mess with it and make sure everything's perfect to get that experience exactly how you want it to be. But it's touting that this monitor is going to be kind of a one-to-one, kind of take care of everything. I'm sure you're going to want to tinker with it to make it the best of the best. But having that plug-and-play option for most you know people who don't really want to go through that thing is really cool. Because that's it's such a frustrating situation to be in where you get a TV or a monitor and it's like, you take it out the box and it looks kind of ugly and you got to go online and fucking find out how to do the, you know, the backdoor codes and make it look perfect. But I'm hoping that this kind of has a better situation um, once it comes to the box. And it's pretty color accurate for people like myself who do other things besides gaming, like um, photo correction or video, whatever like that. So that's also enticing. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I'm just rocking here that I'm using for work right now, a uh, 1440, uh, 144 hertz monitor. So I would love a 4K uh, 144 hertz that would you know boost me up and what really has me excited was because as someone who uses a normal monitor lcd base and then switching over to my um oled tv as i was saying before like it kind of sucks i hate playing on the pc now because everything is washed out i got the matte screen here it's good for color accurate stuff but i want it to be punchy and vibrant and and deep blacks and all that shit like that and that's not something you can really easily get on monitors so what they're touting with this local dimming technology and this hdr that's actually real hdr it sounds really cool and from what i've been hearing for reviews it actually works and it looks way better than what you're looking at right now what i'm looking at on my monitor because those are older displays with older technology and sony seems to be uh going into the future tech here to make it look nice and neat and that's really cool because having an expensive feature like local dimming and you know better hdr but still be in the price range of some other monitors that don't have that is like really good on sony's part so um yeah i'm excited i want to look at it more and i've really considered this might be being my next monitor um i guess my question to you though since you don't really care about the headsets i'm kind of with you um i'm gonna stick with steel series and if i don't go steel series i'll probably go back to astro at some point so headsets or whatever don't really care about that but what do you feel about this thing being a sony branded um item and not a playstation branded item do you think that's good do you think it's bad do you think like what do you feel their their angle is here for not throwing playstation on the side of these monitors and headsets i mean 
we know, we, I mean, at least to me, I feel like they, they wouldn't do that, right? Because they don't want to alienate people. Because, like, people do, the console war is, like, the storm, the stupidest thing ever, right? And, like, people would not buy something just because it would have, like, Sony or, you know, whatever on it. You know, just, like, Apple or Android, you know, that kind of dumb ass shit, right? So, I mean, I think they're doing... It's a marketing move, right? You want to you want to move as many units as you can. So doing it this way, people be like, they want to associate it with like, yeah, you, yeah, we know Sony made PlayStation, but then they don't want to be like, oh, I don't want my PlayStation monitor playing my Xbox or like PlayStation monitor playing my PC, whatever, right? So, I mean, me, I can I could care less if it like come through and I get it on a deal, I might get one, you know, might get two hey, cheap ones go. now, cheap ones. Right, because I keep looking at my two monitors. They different HP monitors, right? One of like sixty, one of one twenty. So, it, it you know, every now and again, I'm just like, why not just get two of these? But you know, before I did research and I was just like trying to make my computer for cheap as I could, just to see if I could do it, which we could do. But that's a whole different story for a different day. Go way back, did a couple episodes on that. Let's go. Yeah, but I mean, as a business move, I think it's good, right? So like. Because, you know, some people just don't really understand stuff. Even, like, the other end of people. It's just like, man, it's just like... Because people will get confused. It's just like PlayStation. They'll be like, I can only use it for my PlayStation? No, dog. It's a computer monitor, right? But then they'll be like, I can only use it for my PlayStation. They wouldn't buy it. So it kind of just like... I feel like they're doing it for marketing and for cutting down the confusion on, like, on the product. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I completely, um, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, there was some confusion with people saying, "Yeah, why aren't they, why aren't they marketing this with PlayStation? Why isn't it more synergies?" Like I was like, "No, you're right. They, they want more people to bring in there. The piece, there are PC people who want to play God of War on PC, but they wouldn't buy this monitor if it's at PlayStation on, even though they want to give the money to PlayStation to play exactly. the game on PC. But if it's at PlayStation, it's a nice monitor. They're like, ah, I don't want it. But now that it says Sony, Sony makes TV, Sony makes microwaves, Sony makes whatever. So it's more, you know, you don't think about it that way, even though they are one in the same, uh, in some sense, you know? So I think it's Correct. a good move as well. I think they're going to get plenty of people. I mean, Sony's really, really pushing their PC uh, movement harder than any of us thought would ever happen. I mean, God of War being on PC, that's fucking crazy, right? So we're waiting right now for the Uncharted collection, Uncharted 4, and then Legacy of Thieves. Um, so those Ooh. two are going to be on PC Ooh. pretty soon. Who waiting um, on that? The not PC me. people. Oh, not me, no, go. sir. You don't like Uncharted, so I know you're not waiting for it. I am not. Yeah, but the PC people are waiting on it. So, yeah, I mean, with that initiative and them promising... Um, what was it like, uh, man, almost like a 300% increase in money made from PC ports uh, by next year. So they're going all in with the games. Now they got the hardware as well. Um, and I think it's pretty cool. It's so fun. Um, and you know this as well. Going from a living room setup to going to a desktop setup. Like, man, that intimacy of being, you know, right in front of the screen, getting to the games is really fun. And so I think people are going to have a good time if they haven't done that before uh, with these dope ass monitors. All right, next up, number two. Following a 4chan article, a tweet from a French politician, and finally making the news in Greece, Hideo Kojima, famed director of the Metal Gear franchise, found himself being blamed for the assassination of a former Japanese prime minister, Shinzo Abe. Kojima Productions released a statement stating the company did not condone the spreading of fake news and would consider taking legal action. Shinzo Abe was shot twice while giving a speech Friday, July 8th, and the suspected gunman was apprehended at the scene. Juarez, what the fuck, man? Kojima's out here sniping people, apparently. 
Yeah, see, I don't understand this. I don't. I'm, I'm still very confused on the correlation of this. Um, you know, once again, I mean, I, like I, I read the news and I, I read what happened, right? But I still don't understand it. Like, did he get this man his gun? Did he? <laughs> did you know? Like, I don't understand how else he would be linked to it. You know, <laughs> is that like some information we don't know about, or you know, did he put his idea to give him the parts to make this gun? I'm not sure. This is very weird. So, um. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't threaten these people. You know, I would just do it. Um, you know, I'd be like, I'm not gonna tolerate, you know, this nonsense, this libel toward my good name. I hope y'all ready to see I'll see you in court, buddy. Cause it don't make sense. And then like like what the fuck? Yeah, I man, this, this. this shit is pretty wild. I mean, 4chan is a lawless place, as we know. And then so... Good get it. <laughs> stemming from there, this French politician, apparently he did apologize and he said that he was making a joke. Like he was oh, saying that he was making like... like he was a, mis- okay, so he was misidentified as the assassin? That's how it goes. That's, Are that's, you kidding me? Yeah, that's what happened. Yep, that's... <laughs> so the, the 4chan person, he made the original post and he had pictures of Kojima in, in the post, like, you know, whatever. And the, the French politician, he made up a response post or like kind of you know, a quote tweeted or whatever it was. And he's like, yeah, look at what the far left is doing, you know, but he, he claims he was being tongue in cheek. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, that's a, that's a little far reach to like put this real person linked to this very real thing happening right now. You know, it's not like, it's not like people in Japan, definitely not ex prime ministers getting shot every day. It's not America here. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> it's a little weird to do that with a real person. And then from there, the ball kept rolling. And then yeah, made actual news and someone's, Someone really thought that Hideo Kojima was responsible for the assassination of this person, even though, again, even though that the gunman was apprehended on the scene and admitted to the crime there. Mm, yeah, that's even that's even worse. I, and I mean, I feel like this dude looking like a tool anyway. You know, you took a joke for misinformation. And then you made light of somebody being assassinated. Like, yep. What the fuck? Very weird turn of events for sure. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, so it it made the so that was Friday that that happened. It made the rounds on Saturday, and I think mm-hmm. Kojima Productions was pretty quiet about it. But then after a day or so, they were like, "Hey guys, listen, we saw what happened. We saw it went down, and we don't know what we're gonna do about this. But don't fuck with us because this is not cool, and rightfully so. Um, you know, we're dealing with some very real stuff. Someone getting assassinated, and then someone else being blamed for it is um, it's not good, man. Because the internet doesn't forget. The internet remembers everything, and you can bet that even though we know for sure for a fact Kojima didn't do this, it will be still linked to his name. And that's um that's kind of bad for business, man. Yeah, it's very bad. I just don't I don't know. People mm. are just so fool people are so foolish nowadays. Yeah. Strange things like, are that, big strange thing. I just, just don't that's crazy. This man will be a professional. Like I'm bro man, I'm suing the shit out of y'all. We on we in court now. You <laughs> it, what, are dog, you <laughs> dog, not even plan like dog, get it. We finna get a court date now. We finna get y'all for all you worth. Like that's crazy. People ain't got no goddamn sense. Yeah. That's libel, right? Libel is written or slander. Mm-hmm. I always mess it up. I think no no, I think libel is it's not written. Whichever one's not written. Right? Libel's spoken and slander is written. That's what we're looking for. Published false mm-hmm. statement that is damaging to a person's reputation, a written defamation. Which one's that? Deep, that is uh, libel as a noun. It's gotcha, a verb. gotcha. Defame someone gotcha. by publishing a libel. Okay, hmm. so written. Libel's written, slander spoken. 10-4, 10-4. So they can get it for, for a libel. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, there you go. Kojima's, Kojima's got a case. I got to go after this motherfucker. Fuck him. Yeah. That shit's wild, man. Mm. Big wild, big wild. All right. Well, that's all our big news bits. We're going to go through a quick rock block of extra things. We're going to have um, a few bits, and then we're going to have our recap of E3. So stick with us. All right, Warriors, first up in our quick uh, little one-hitters here towards the end of our show, uh, I wanted to go through another weird debacle. I was having trouble writing this up, so I put it down here so we can just talk about it very quickly. But what you got? What do you think about this whole CDPR tester debacle? Let me catch everybody up right quick. CDPR, um, Cedric Project Red, um, our favorite Polish studio or our once favorite Polish studio, creators of The Witcher and also publishers of and creators of the cyberpunk 2020 2077 game which we loved over here at oblivious games but everyone had a lot of problems with it, especially if you were on ps4 uh so that game obviously had its bugs in its moment in the sun that was not that great and uh yeah there were some leaked documents about the testing of the game now if you're not too familiar games go through huge qa um sessions and testing and things and while qa testers aren't only designed to cut detect bugs they're kind of trying to break the game so they want to like fill up a backpack and then walk across the map and see what happens shit like that as well as bigger bugs but um these documents came out about this qa test team uh this specific one and uh they were essentially not thorough enough or there were things that were um put into the game and this document that weren't uh followed that did not get followed up on by cd project red whole kerfuffle cd project red came out and started pointing fingers saying that these people didn't do their jobs and they didn't do their jobs because they misrepresented themselves seeing that they were a bigger team they're a more experienced team they knew what they're doing and then cd project red was blaming this specific team for some maybe a lot of the bugs in cyberpunk saying hey listen we couldn't fix this game because our qa testers were lying to us ah and then the qa testers came back and said that no that's not true we're waving our hand back we have a trained team we did our job we weren't really looking for these bugs like you should see that this thing is breaking we were doing our other things and it was a whole mess of he said she said and for my take i was like man this really does look bad for cdpr who i've been standing up with for this standing up for the for the majority of this this take right like i like their game i thought it was good i know they had a problem with it on ps4 but i mean games are buggy things happen games get patched it's going to be good eventually not an excuse i can't condone crunch i can't condone a bad game but i'm just trying to say the game was better than a lot of people gave it credit for especially if you're playing on a next-gen console or pc console however all that being said it does kind of rub me a little bit the wrong way when you have a bad product and you're looking for someone else to kind of blame for it instead of taking on the onus yourself because at the end of the day whether or not it was someone else's job to get this thing done when it comes back to you if you didn't check it properly it's still your fault so uh, how are you feeling about this whole mess with CDPR and the finger blaming of their QA testers? Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of just like you know what you have to do. I mean, ain't no way, ain't no way they didn't they didn't <clears throat> the internal testers didn't catch half of them bugs anyway. Okay, on current gen console, the game is unplayable, right? Because this was the one where they like somebody uploaded a document to the YouTuber, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the one. Mm, and you Paul like, Tassie oh, on it. Or gotcha. on it. The boy Paul Tassie. 
him and Dr. Disrespect out here beefing, but that's different. Whole nother oh, story. my God. You got to tell me about that. What the <laughs> fuck? In you. a second. Go ahead, though. Yeah. Um, but this one, I guess, where, like, just like you said, it's it Quantic Lab. That's uh, the one, yep. Yeah, they over-exaggerate the size of their team or whatever. Um, but, I mean, like, that's just, I'm not saying that's good. That's, it's kind of bad business, right? But, like, if you have a contract with CD Projekt Red, you're going to probably do anything within your power to keep this contract. Um, so unless they were just only playing this game on PC, on next-gen consoles, ain't no way this buzz wasn't. Because I've seen, like, on the, the in the early stages of it, the cyber, Cyberpunk subreddit, oh, my God. The bugs that happened with that game were just, I mean, that game was like borderline. Like, I saw it. We visited my brother-in-law, and um, this one, um, he's in New Hampshire, and he had tried to play a dog. On it on like Xbox One, that game was that game would not run, <laughs> <laughs> would not run. Okay, so that was that was just that that was that's just infuriate infuriating in general, right? Um, because I guess they had to have like a the daily quota of bugs, or whatever, some nonsense. Um, I just kind of just chuckled at this and just being like, man, like you know, I mean, if you game testing. CD Projekt Red, you know, just, I mean, I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'm probably feed you a false narrative too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just so you can, I mean, this game been in development for like 20 goddamn years, so like, you know, they probably like, you know, whatever, we don't want to delay it no more, so like, I mean, they, right. they had to know, it. it's like they did not know, they can't say they didn't know, there's no way they didn't know, because like I said, they had to have internal game testers, but like, uh, you can't just like pass the book and just be like, you know what, y'all, sorry. You know, so I mean, they just, I mean, plus people gonna, that game was phenomenal. Like, I love that game. You yeah, know? for sure. Like, it was, no one like, talks about it enough, to be honest. Right. It was like very, it was, it was a good game. It was a good narrative. Um, you know, ending, I was kind of, you know, you know, give it an eight because I kind of didn't want to be one of the other one. You know what I'm saying? Kind of want to yeah. be my character, you know, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, but I guess, you know, it's all depending on, like, how, how big of a bug. You know, if it's, like, game-breaking bug or something, you know, a lot of times that's, they fix that out day one patch. But I think that's the that's the dilemma we're in now, right? If you got six is it six different consoles and then you got PC, like, I can see how they could get Yeah, there was a, a shit hectic, ton. Get a little hectic, way right? Because, like, right, like, you probably, like, run the script on something and, like, it could probably work on the next gen, but it might not work on, like, with Destiny, they had to, like, overhaul, like, rewrite the whole, basically almost the whole game and to work on, like, you know, new consoles and, you know, do redo the whole engine, man. So, like, one line of code could, like, just jank up something all together. So, like, but the game should have been delayed. Should I mean, I know it already been worth 20 years. They wanted to get it out. They wanted to, you know, uh, let the investors know or whatever, but like I mean, they they know it should have been delayed, but it's like they want to get it out into the hands of the people. Next gen consoles, uh, should just came out and then you know old gen should have been released at a later date. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, I had a good time. You did, yeah, man. You're completely right, and I agree with that as well. As far as the the praise for the game, we're both you know equal on that. I love it as well. Um, but I mean. That was something that I was very unfamiliar with, the fact that QA testers were there to test very specific bugs and not overall bugs. And you're right. A lot of that shit, you're going to see it. There's no way you can't see it. I'm not saying that, you know, they couldn't have done a better job, but I'm also saying that, you know, CDPR has to kind of take on more of that responsibility because at the end of the day, they're doing all this stuff. And like you said before, it's a big 
tall order, you know, six SKUs, maybe even more SKUs than that, but like all those SKUs across all those platforms, a lot to take care of. And they dropped the ball. Um, but that game still underneath is a very good game that I think uh, it's definitely worth playing now because it has been patched across all platforms. I still still wouldn't recommend it on last gen. Um, but if you got a PS5 nope. or Xbox Series X or PC, definitely check out Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, and the anime is coming out too. Netflix has an anime coming out. Uh, they had the title screen or the opening credits. Um, they released that a couple weeks back. It has an okay art style. Like, I like it, but the title credit scene kind of left me wanting more. But the music was cool, but I'm excited about it either way. Like, it looks kind of sweet. Net, uh, Netflix is a good job with their anime. Um, I mean, they killed it with Castlevania. Uh, GameSpot gave a glowing review of the new Resident Evil uh, live action show. So I trust that they can handle some video game adaptations, and uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it. All right, Show. next up, God of War, Ragnarok. It's got a release date, Warriors, November 9th, 2022. I'm a little upset because uh, Starfield moved out of 11-11-2022, uh, uh, so I was hoping that God of War would slide right in there, but I'm I'm guessing Sony's being a little bit more um, nice about it, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe they don't want to step on that date or whatever and have a whole kerfuffle about it, but they're doing it on a weird day because the 9th is a Wednesday, and I think it's Odin Day or some bullshit like that. Not really sure, but that's what's happening. God of War Ragnarok's going to be with us very, very soon. Talk to me about Kratos's next adventure with his baby boy Atreus. Oh, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch the trailer. I thought it was like 20 seconds. So I was like, "What can they show me in 20 seconds?" So I didn't even really watch it, but I'm excited to continue the story that I will be playing. Okay, because that is the game. It always gets me to my PlayStation. So uh kind of excited for that. You know, I kind of want to see where it go. kind of want to, you know, pretty sure Thor going to get the hands, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Cool. Hands work, you know, that's the name. <laughs> what man. if he shows yeah. up? That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be, that would be tight. Um, the th- but like, it's, sorry, that, like that, that game is going to always be like, you know, top five, you know, whether it be like nostalgia regions or just like, just, just good storytelling. So I'm kind of excited. So that's that's this year. So that's, that's even better. That'll give me something to play in the latter half of the year. Yep, man. It's very exciting. Uh, they You didn't miss anything. You didn't miss too much. It was a CGI trailer. That was about 30 seconds or so. But it was mm-hmm. just Kratos and Atreus jumping around, fighting things. And it said, of course, not actual gameplay footage. But if you remember back, maybe it was two years ago, they had a pretty extensive um, gameplay review. And um, running around doing their thing. It did get a little bit of flack because people were saying it looked more like the same. Like there are people complaining about the boat animation and shit like that. So there have been oh, yeah, kind that. of murmurs. You remember that, right? Yeah. So a lot of people are kind of speculating yeah. that they're playing a little close to the chest because they don't really want people to to do that again. I mean, this game is going to be hype. People are going to play it. I don't think the naysayers on the internet are really going to break it down as much because, I mean, this game sold 20 plus million copies on the PS4. And, right. Um, it's, you know, one of their biggest selling games of all time, one of their biggest franchises, one of their oldest franchises that are still active now. So I don't think anything can, can derail this, but I kind of like the coyishness. I mean, they showed gameplay before and now they've just been kind of waiting in the wings and we're going to get this game in a couple months, man. I mean, I'm very excited. Like you say, day one, you're right. Uh, Thor is going to get these hands. Uh, the Thor or the actor who plays Thor looks nothing like Chris Hemsworth, go figure. Uh, but they were doing the unboxing for the collector's edition and the, the Jotnar edition. They both come with a hammer and all that bullshit like that. I don't think I'm going to get them. I have the collector's edition for the PS4 version, but it came with a cool statue of Kratos and Atreus. But um, 
I kind of think their Thor hammer looks kind of whack, to be honest with you. Uh, but I'm very excited to see uh, what they do with Thor, what they do with Odin, what they do with the rest of the gods out here. And yeah, man, I'm thinking about playing God of War 2018 again at some point. I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to do it because um, it got its, has a PS5 update uh, running at 60 frames and even higher resolution, I believe. So that'd be good to go back there and just play through right quick just to refresh my memory on that great, great game. Go for it. I'm not doing that. I'm waiting for the new one to come out. Of course, of course. We'll wait. You'll you'll be there. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. They're, yes. they're gonna kill it. All right, next up. I'm not sure if you remember this one, but the Skull and Bones game finally has a release date and it's gonna release on November 8th, 2022. Skull and Bones is Ubisoft's um I guess you can call it Assassin's Creed spinoff game. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 introduced the boat combat. If you remember way, way back when we had your boy Connor Kenway out here and everyone fell in love with it. It got expanded in Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and it's been in there ever since. Um, well, in 2017, Skull and Bones was announced as a pirate game where you could run around or not run around. At that time, it was just boat combat. But I believe something happened along the way. Maybe we wanted some more from it or maybe they just kind of had a bad idea but they completely scrapped the project i think and turned everything up up on its head now we have this new game and it's a lot of service shenanigans out there for you a little more sea of thieves um than assassin's creed but we'll see if people take to it uh but the biggest disappointment i think is that this game is coming out a day before probably the most anticipated game of 2022 so i guess we can just give them a hearty rest in peace as we go Juarez, is the pirate yeah. life for you we're gonna go with uh Listen, I'm gonna be honest. I thought this was like some DLC for Sea of Thieves, Chi. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so you would be remiss. <laughs> you would be, uh, yeah. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, no, 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 no I, I would not be. I need. To, I actually need to look this up. I, I assumed it was something else, so I need to actually look this up. But no, this will not be for me. From what you just explained, I'm, I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah, but I you mean, have fun, you have fun. Sorry, with go ahead. It, you have fun with it though. Oh, I'm not touching it. I got oh no. Nah. I, I mean the the, the the boat combat was <laughs> was my least favorite thing about the Assassin's Creed games. It's funny gotcha. too because the the big boat combat was it had its fun. Like I liked Black Flag going to the things, but I didn't really like the like I liked using it as traversal, right? I liked getting in the boat, going to the sh- uh, shore, jumping off, running up to the place, get my little things, jump back. I like sailing because if when you sailed, you would get the um the boat speed or whatever, and everyone would sing. It was really cool. Like the boat uh, the people, the pirates would sing and have these little tunes and stuff. And that was awesome. But like the the whole riding around in a goddamn drift circle, you know, a la Pirates of the Caribbean and shooting, you know, cannons, that was never interesting to me. It was cool, though, because once you did break the ship down and you could board it, that was fun. So when you were doing the actual hand-to-hand combat on the two boats that were destroyed jumping over, that was pretty sweet. But the actual fighting on the boat stuff was kind of nonsense. But, I mean, they presented it as what you would expect from a live service game right like you go around you you gain your valor you do your whatever and you check off your boxes and that's gonna appeal to somebody um so you know more power to you i can't imagine that there are too many people <laughs> that are not excited are gonna turn down the opportunity to play god of war i guess maybe people without ps4 and ps5s but um you know if you want to play some you know some pirate booty game and skull and bones will be coming to you here very very soon have fun with it. Have fun. Have fun, dude. 
Uh, speaking of having fun, Samsung TV app for your Xbox Game Pass cloud streaming titles. Whereas, man, Microsoft is fucking doing it. Phil Spencer envisioned uh, a future where anyone and everyone could play games anywhere. And having an app on your Samsung TV and being able to use Xbox controllers or any controller, even a PS5 controller is pretty crazy, man. What do you think about Xbox's newest move to take over your living room by any means necessary? I think it's a, a neat idea in theory, right? Like, because some of them apps on smart TVs are dog shit, okay? Almost all of them. <laughs> now I ain't gonna say all of them. Some of them, some of them work. The Hulu app works pretty good. good but I mean, it's not really like a lot going on with it, right? Uh, Sling app, sus, deleted it. Netflix app, it's all right. But like, I had, you gotta make me a believer with stuff like this, right? Because it says you can, you know, access the Xbox app from the Samsung Gaming Hub, log into your account, you know, and you can play it from the cloud, right? So I'm, there might not, I don't know how much of a delay it would be, because uh, it's not like a console, right? Then like it's got to go somewhere, and it's got the signal's got to come back, right? Um, but like just so you can connect your, you know, <laughs> your Bluetooth enabled Xbox controller to the damn TV, so. I don't know. I, I want to see. I want to see it work. If it weren't like it, then I will, you know, I mean, I'll probably, you know, get one. Just have it in, like, living room. So I ain't got to have, like, because I hate, I hate collecting stuff and I hate hooking wires up. It just, like, drives me insane. So if I could just have that in my living room and I can just, like, plop on the couch, you know, play a quick game or something with the cloud game, that'd be kind of tight. Um, but just, like, the living room space, right? And I still have, like, my own space with, like, you know, my PC set up, my monitors and stuff. I want to get, like, you know, closer and intimate, as you say, right? So I think it's kind of tight, though. It's a good idea in theory, but we, we'll see how it pans out. You know, I want the cloud gaming to be better than it is because it's really cool. Like, it's a great idea. It, for the most part, does work. And I think a lot of people aren't going to care about the latency issues and just not being one-to-one. -one. But, man, I've got really, really good internet here. We're getting 900 down and... Um, the setup is pretty strong, like a signal, but I can't, I can sit beside my router and I still feel the lag. So I might just be hypersensitive to that kind of stuff. So this is definitely not something for me, but as far as people getting in, I, you know, I kind of treat game pass as a demo service anyway. Like I like to find games on there and play them for a little bit. And if I want to play them, I'll keep playing them, but I'm not committed to playing everything on game pass. And I, I kind of find it hard to believe that many people are, but it's such a good deal. That's why you have it. So with that being the idea, I do kind of like this situation where, hey, you're on your couch and you kind of want to play a game, but you're not committed to it. You don't necessarily want to get up and go to the whole setup that's in the in the den or at the desk or whatever it is, but you want to test, some, test something out for a second, right? Get the feel of it. I mean, this is kind of cool, right? The Xbox controller is right next to you already. You pick it up and you play a game for a second, and then you decide you want to play it for real, not streaming, download, you can do that later. So, I mean, as far as options like that, that's really cool. And anyone who just, you know, doesn't have a console, I mean, having the Xbox Game Pass only 15 bucks a month, that is most expensive. Um, and that's your console right there, right? You got the Game Pass, you got uh, your control and you're kind of gaming. So I love that there, the fact that there are more options. Um, I hope, I hope, I hope the more people get in Game Pass and the more uh, money we put in this technology that just keeps getting better and better. And yeah, maybe one day I won't feel the latency. But right now, it's still not there yet for me, so. But I mean, you know, like, you see know, people who don't want to commit to a console, right? Cause mm -hmm. Everybody's going to get, like, cause, you know, everybody want a new TV. Not everybody, but, like, most people get new TVs, right? 
And then you can just be like, oh, well, we don't we don't have your, you know, who's got a kid or something. We don't have a console, but you can just play it and you can stream it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, I think it's a cool idea. I mean, you know it's brilliant. It's really brilliant, right? Because yeah. like you, you, I mean, this is, this is what Xbox was talking about. Phil Spencer specifically, right? He was saying that his competition wasn't PlayStation. His competition wasn't Nintendo's competition was like Google. His competition was, you know, Facebook. Like he... You know, Samsung's one of the biggest TV makers out there. So if everyone has a Samsung, essentially everyone has an Xbox, right? And yeah, you can yeah. bet these apps are going to go more places. There'll be a Sony, well, maybe not Sony, but there'll be an LG app. There'll be a a, a Vizio app. There'll be a Hisense. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to go everywhere. So I mean, anyone's got a TV will essentially have an Xbox, and that's powerful marketing. That's 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 reach that no other console can do, and uh, it's going to be really cool. I mean, maybe not cool, but really exciting to see uh, where that goes and how it kind of changes the the landscape out here. So, yeah, man, Xbox keeps pushing and another ring uh, in the hat. Is that what you do with hats? You put rings in hats? Is that how that goes? No idea. Feather. It's a feather in the hat. Another feather it's in the feather. hat for Xbox team. All right, Warriors, how are you feeling over there? We're almost done here. Um, I have a few quick hitters for my promise. Uh, Summer Game Fest 2022 and State of Play 2022. I think I'm going to just announce or highlight some of the games that were there um, that I found kind of interesting. And you can tell me if you want me to expand on any of them. And if you don't have anyone in particular when we talk about, uh, then I will choose some for myself. So uh, if you remember <laughs> previously on <laughs> Oblivious Podcast, Oblivious Games Podcast, uh, we went to the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase and we were going in reverse order of E3. So if we're continuing that order, then Summer Game Fest was the show prior to that. Of course, Summer Game Fest is Jeff Keighley's first show of the year. Uh, he gets everything together and he has his big show and he brings out his friends and it's all cool and it's all fun. And so for Jeff Keighley's show, he had a bunch of games, but these are the games that I pulled out that I thought were interesting. Uh, Callisto Protocol, which is going to be the space shooter made by the Dead Space creator. Um, he broke off and did his own team. And now we're going to have a third person horror-based scary space shooter from uh, those guys. Uh, Modern Warfare 2. Um, this is the second time we've gotten a Modern Warfare 2. This is the second or the sequel to the reboot of Modern Warfare from a couple years back. Uh, sticking back with Infinity War and their Infinity Ward uh, engine. Um, looks beautiful. Uh, we got some good gameplay of that. They were on a boat. Uh, we got Honkai Star Rail in Endless Zone Zero. We might have to come back to this, but this is from your homies over there, uh, um, MiHoYo, who made Genshin Impact. This is their newest foray, uh, two space games that are looking super awesome. Uh, we got The Last of Us Part 1. Neil Druckmann came out and talked about the remaster of the remaster of their acclaimed uh, third-person uh, action zombie killing game. Uh, then we got The Last of Us Multiplayer. No gameplay, nothing really, just like a uh, picture teasing this being Naughty Dog's biggest game, yet most ambitious title. Uh, then we got Fort Solace, another space game. It was a big year for space games. So I'm very happy about it because space is like my favorite place to be. Uh, this had um, two legendary voice actors, Troy uh, Baker, and then, oh man, his name is, 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 I'm losing it right now, but he's the same guy who did the voice of Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption. Uh, these two are going to pluff each other in this really cool um, mystery in space. And then we got Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is uh, Marvel's newest uh, turn-based uh, card game in the Marvel Universe following the team of Midnight Suns. So, Juarez, out of the Summer Game Fest lineup, what do you want me to talk about and expand for you a little bit more? 
Um, it's a little choose your own adventure out here, man. Well, yeah, probably this Callisto protocol looks nice. I, oh I remember seeing that. That let's go. That I'll probably play. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give you some check out. Okay, Modern Warfare Two. Probably not gonna play it. You're gonna play Warzone, the Warzone though. Stop playing. Whoa, back it up. If they got Warzone, <laughs> if they got Warzone. I'm 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 in there. I'm in there. But yeah, Warzone no Two. Warzone. This is gonna it's ship just... with Warzone Two on the on the new oh, engine. It it's gonna be beautiful. So. All right, I'll be there. I'm not playing no more Genshin Impact. So. <laughs> this is a different game. This is not Genshin Impact. Did you watch it's, the videos? These shits mm, looks balling. <laughs> but I guarantee you, the monetary purchases are identical. Granted, you don't have to oh, buy stuff sure. to have fun, right? But I've gotten, I've gotten more than enough playtime. I, I may download it if you want me to play with you. I'll download and we can get oh, it together. You know, you know, we can. Uh, I'm shooting and cut. Maybe I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't even watch the trailer on that one because I'm. I got Genshin burnt out. Okay. Last was part one. Cash grab. Forever seen one. Oh, uh, here we go. What's his last? Was two. Two. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just joshing. <laughs> People are so upset about this game. La- <laughs> yeah, they are very upset. I could care. Less. I played the game. I've been there. I got my feel of it. I don't really need no more of it, but. If that's they fair. Continue that's to fair. make it, and people continue to buy it. Continue to do it. Last was two. What was this? this is last was two multiplayer. Uh, so sorry, be right. It, it's it's the last of it's the multiplayer that was supposed to ship with the last of us. Not ship with the last of us two, but me. It was sorry. So last of us two came out, and there was supposed to be multiplayer that was going to come soon after. But they got super mm. ambitious. They made its own game and that's now going to ship later on so it's it's the, oh it's his own separate thing mm-hmm. they're really hmm. wars they're pitching this like way closer to a destiny situation than not because i'm not sure if you remember but the first last of us multiplayer was called factions it was pretty cool it was kind of a living world but not as as intense as an mmo or anything like that but you essentially would pick a faction and then from there you would have to play games to feed and keep your people alive and then if you didn't play your people died you know you were kind of taking care of like this group of folks uh, in the background it was all like stats and stuff like that but the actual gameplay was like 4v4 deathmatch or whatever it was you slink around you get your hammer you get your guns and you and you beat people up and it was really cool it was very different it was more slow more methodical but not necessarily sneaky i mean last of us is a stealth game to some extent but like this was way different than the normal fare you see for a multiplayer game so it actually had a really big impact on people and, and folks liked it a lot so um yeah it should be good Oh, that's not cool. Once again, I played enough Last of Us. Don't, what just happened? I put a link oh. in the mm, chat for this game because you got to look at it. This is the Star I, Rail game. I, it's fucking I'll watch fantastic. it. I'll watch it. Last of Us 2. Don't need no more of that. I played the game. Beat it. Y'all have fun with it. So I'm more interested about this Fort Solace and Marvel's Midnight Suns. I have no idea what these are. But you did say Arthur Morgan. And then you said card game. Yeah, so I can talk about Midnight Suns right quick because I know more about that. But yeah, essentially, this is Marvel's newest venture. Uh, And yeah, it's following. It's kind of cool because you have a character that doesn't exist. Like you're playing as your own created character in the universe. In the canon, they do exist. They've been sleeping. They're like some kind of vampire situation, but you give them their powers. But yeah, you walk around Mass Effect style in the Avengers Tower and you talk to Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and you get level up points for for people being your buddies and they can earn new moves and you go out to the world with your team of four, I think it is. And yeah, you beat people up card game, turn, st- turn-based style. Uh, looks really cool. I don't know if, if you're familiar with the SOCOM games that were pretty popular. Like one of the more popular um, 
turn-based RPGs, action RPGs. So that's what this is going to look like. Uh, it looks pretty good. I'm not usually a card game type person. I hate gimmicks. I just want to play this shit. Like, I guess normal is a bad way to say it, but like, yeah, I don't want to fucking do a card. I want to just bop around and beat people up as these folks. But uh, I'm I'm optimistic about it. I'm holding out judgment to play. And I love Marvel, so I want to see these people. The art style is not the, my favorite. Like, they look kind of janky. I'm going to be real with you. But um, yeah, I can't turn down a, a, a chance to have Spider-Man, Venom, Doctor Strange, and fucking Wolverine on the same team kicking somebody's ass. So. Well, see, now that sounds kind of hype. Sound much better than Gwent. All right, don't be cool, man. <laughs> be cool out here, my guy. Gwent's a fucking bop. However, we might have talked about it last time, but they they fucked up Gwent when they expanded outside the game. They did, they did a little too much. You know, too much of a good thing is not always a good thing, and I definitely think that happened with Gwent. Let me see if I can find the name of this guy who was in um, Fort Solace with your boy. Oh, Roger Clark. Man, how could I forget Roger Clark? What a booming voice Roger Clark has. Yeah, so um, another space game as well. I'll give you that trailer as well. Man, we're we're just live out here. We're just doing this. We're doing it live. So check out some of that stuff. While you check out some of those trailers, I'm going to push us on to the PS4 event or PS the PlayStation event and give us a quick recap of what happened at that, happened at that state of play. Um, so the state of play... Um, Shoney showed some things, obviously. Uh, these are the big things I took out of it. We got the RE4 remake, a very quick teaser, but if you are following Capcom's um, trajectory so far, we've had RE2 remake, which is a big banger. RE3 remake was also a banger. Um, and then that leads with the RE4. So RE4, uh, Leon Kennedy goes to save the president's daughter, I think, if I remember correctly. This was the GameCube exclusive. It's, it's since come to other places now. I think you can play it on everywhere. But originally on the GameCube, man, I love that little box, that little lunchbox, that Indigo lunchbox. Uh, highly lauded as maybe the best Resident Evil. This is up there with uh, Dead Space is some of the best survival horror out there. Um, re redone controls. You'll be able to move around and shoot people because in the original you had to stop and pop every time, uh, which made the Wii version the best version because you could use the Wii mode to aim and that was pretty cool. But yeah, uh, they're promising to make this thing more in line with what you see in RE2 and RE3, which is a fucking godsend. Can't wait. So big excited about that one. That one's going to drop in January 2022. Uh, and then we got Horizon Call of the Mountain, which doesn't have a release date, but this is uh, PSVR 2, the second iteration that has not been uh, does not have a release date yet. This is their big uh, opener, essentially, where it should get it. Uh, Horizon, of course, is the open world action RPG with your girl Aloy. But this spinoff VR game, you won't play as Aloy, you'll play someone else. But it's touting some of the best visuals and controls in uh, VR as we know it. PSVR, of course, uh, the OG that came out a few years back. I think it was five years ago now was one of the biggest selling VR units out there. Uh, but and it is priced pretty well. But something like the uh, the Oculus Quest, which is a smaller built-in $200, $300 thing, is a little more easy to get into uh, with less gains, but that one's kind of been taking the market. So uh, we've talked about PSVR 2 on here a little bit, but we don't have too much information more uh, since the last time. But this game should be really cool uh, as far as showing off that tech. And another big game was Final Fantasy 16, uh, PlayStation exclusive coming out here for you guys. Looking to really get back to the old, man, I guess it's not necessarily medieval, but that kind of you know, that kind of Game of Thrones type atmosphere, that old English situation where you're out there with the kings and queens. Uh, this one seems to be summon based. So you're going to be uh, having Aerith and Shiva and oh, what the fuck else? Where's Stokes at when you need him? Uh, but it looks pretty sweet, though. Um, 
not necessarily the type of Final Fantasy that I like. I like when it's more cyberpunk or steampunk, but I'm going to give this one a try. Check it out. Uh, and then the last thing that I thought was pretty sweet to say to play was the RE8 VR editions. I have not played RE8 yet, but um, I think I might just hang on and wait until I get the PSVR 2 and just play it in VR. Whew. And that's everything. Horace, which one of those trailers did you check out and you're thinking about right now? I mean, probably the RE4 remake. I assume Horizon was Forbidden West. Is that not the case? Yeah, Horizon Call of the Mountain is a spinoff from Horizon Forbidden. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Don't care about VR. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 16. I will buy it when it comes out, whatever it is, okay? Okay, okay. Whether it be medieval, whether it be cyberpunk, whether it be whatever, I'm going to buy Yeah, you're a big Final it. Fantasy guy. That's not, what's up. Yeah. I'm not an expert on the subject matter. I just Space like to play quests. Yeah, space that is. And I'm just gonna be here for it, okay? But the VR, you can miss me with the VR shit. I ain't even know nothing about it. You know, Final Fantasy 16, you sound like a hater. Uh don't look <laughs> good for you, but it's already for a remake kind of licks. I mean, what's the other one? What's the last one that came out? I guess uh, it wasn't a remake. It was a re it was a remaster, wasn't it? Yeah, well, the last remake was RE3 remake. That was that's um, the man with the hat. No, the one before that. What's the one more before that? So the so Mister, I was about to say Mister Negative. Uh, what the fuck is his it's name? Mister Zero. Mister. Mister. I'm coming to get you. But that was Re Two. That was the guy in the jumpsuit and the hat. He followed you around. Then Re Three was your boy Nemesis. That's the one, Mister X. Mister X. Thank you. Thank you. He was an actual tyrant. I hated that guy. It was so stressful getting away from that man. But RE2 was really good, though. So I was, I'm going to do RE. Wait, you said RE3? They came out with RE3 remake? Yeah, they've already come out with that one. That was when you what? watched me. Remember, I think you and D watched me be trash at that game towards the end. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the one you was getting beat up on. I, <laughs> I was getting trounced. <laughs> yeah, that was dumping your shit. That was Nemesis. <laughs> you right. I'm so yeah, bad at video I, games. I do, it's I, shameful. I mean, you know, just the, the skill just deteriorates, you know, over the years. But uh, yeah, probably RE RE4 remake uh, in Final Fantasy is what I'll be looking forward to. Mm, big bet. Okay, shouts out, shouts out. Did you have a chance to take a look at any of these trailers I just put in here for you? I did. I did. This talk was, to me. Uh, Honkai. That's literally Genshin Impact in space, and that's why I'm so excited. Whereas, like, I could give two fucks about a Breath of the Wild clone, but Cyberpunk, yes, please. <laughs> All right, listen. So Zelda clone with microtransaction, get it right. Yeah, I don't care. Fuck Zelda. That was overrated. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. So you're it's what not. you think, man? Okay. You said sorry. Did you turn? You said no at the beginning of this. You said you weren't going to get trapped by the me ho yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. But but I will. I will download it. And if you, I'll as much as you want to put into it, I will put into it. Let's fucking go. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I got you. What about the? Uh, what about the? The Endless Zone Zero, or Zenless Zone Zero. Sorry, ZZZ. Oh, that one I did not f fully look at the whole trailer. I mean, it looked all right. Yeah, that one's a little bit farther out than um yeah than the other one. Honkai like, is the next one up, so we got like time. button mashing going on in there. I don't got time for it. Oh, my God. I'm so ready. Take, take all my skins, money. though. <laughs> you know, and you yeah. know what I love, boys. You know I love looking I know you man. love cosmetics. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I am the problem. Cosmetic. I'm really the problem because I, I have 
I got disposable income and I want to look tight, so I'll, I'll pay whatever you need. <laughs> nope. I'm so upset right now with Fall Guys because there were so many PlayStation exclusive skins that I didn't get because I was like, well, it's time gated. I really don't want to play this game by myself, but now we're playing it and I've seen everyone with all the Ratchet and Clank and, and Ghost of Tsushima skins. I'm just like, man, just take $50 from me so I can just give get these skins, please. I have a problem, I know. I only get skins that give me a competitive advantage. Do those exist? Yeah, one one does. In last, uh, there's a skin on the last word that you can put on there. It makes the barrel longer, so. And that actually yeah. helps the. It gives the, it more. It gives it more range. Shut the yeah. fuck. What? What? Which one is it? Yeah, but I mean, it's the. Um, it's like the one that makes it like gold, like. So. Did or no, silver. Know. The one that makes it like silver. The silver blacky one. It's like a. Oh no no no! I know what you're talking about. It's silver with yeah. the etchings on it. I know what you're talking about. That's right, baby. The text text mechanic or whatever it is. I think. Or I mean that the one that you put on Outbreak, Perfecti gives it like a red dot side. It's a hundred percent a competitive advantage. Yeah, the um, the one that makes the what's the burst rifle I like the pulse rifle the um trials pulse rifle, what's that one? Dead messenger. No, the exotic one. Vigil, wait, vigilance wing. Yeah, vigilance wing. Yeah, that one. That yeah, there's a good one. red dot sight for one of the um ornaments as well. It look it it's such a clean sight. Like it opens it up. It makes it look up. It's a beautiful viewing angle. So yeah, you're right. That is kind of a competitive advantage. Jesus Christ. Correct. <laughs> All right. Well, shouts out to competitive advantages then. All right, Warriors. That's a pretty good show, man. That was. I enjoyed that. How you feeling about it? You um, you feeling good? Feeling good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, man. Well, yeah. Um, anything else you want to tell the kids before we slide about this piece? Uh yeah. Uh stop doing all this. Stop giving all these damn microtransactions to Diablo Immortal. Cut it out. Oh, we didn't mention it. Sorry. They're making lots of money, huh? That's all right. Yeah, yeah. But just they're making a million dollars a day in microtransactions. Stop it. Just stop it. Can I okay? get on my can I get on my soapbox for a second about Diablo Immortal? Sure, go for it. I kind of side with whoever the guy is that came out. I don't know if it was a developer or whatever it was, but he was like, yo, guys, we gave you a whole game to play. And if you want to put in microtransaction in the end game, that's on you. That's not on me. And I kind of agree with him. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, I agree with him, too. I mean, you don't you don't have to give him this money. But you I mean, do, that's just, my saying. I, like, why right, are people complaining? Right, 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 right. But the system, the system to get some get the legendary or whatever items you need can, you know be bought and if there's a way to buy something people always try to take that shortcut right so you dangling it in front of them and they're gonna try the chance that's how, that's how gambling works they think yeah. that the next it's like oh well i'll get it on this next one no you're not just stop once you run out just you know yeah you can buy a few things that's fine but don't 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 give them a small fortune for microtransactions I just hate okay. we put we put the onus on the developer to do the right thing. Now I get it; they should do the right thing. I'm not saying that they shouldn't, but like if there's an opportunity in your game to make some money, then you're going to do it. Now I think because here's the thing: the report about the microtransaction stays the same if these two things are equal, right? It could be every person, every I say 20 million people played Genshin Impact. And if 20 million people are out there spending a dollar a day, then that still boosts the things. You know what I'm saying? And like the report's still going to be that this trash game 
is going to have these microtransactions. Or it could be that they're a trash. bunch of whales. You said what now? Again, it's not trash. I, yeah, I don't think it is, but that's what they're saying. They're saying it's like mediocre, and then the back end is like filled with microtransactions. Because everyone wants the end game. No one can just have a, a normal game and go about their business. Like every game, that's the last 100 hours. Like, guys, it's a fucking phone game. Move along. <laughs> um, but you could also have the whales, which is definitely happening. Going out there, fucking Twitch streamers trying to prove a point, saying, "Oh, I spent twenty thousand dollars and I didn't get the thing." I was like, "Okay, well, <laughs> I get what you're doing here, but you kind of like who the fuck cares, really?" You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it's all about nothing. They made a game; it's a mobile game. If you have a chance to put your microtransactions, you're gonna put them in there. It's a distraction. Go play Diablo three. It was on sale. Go wait for Diablo four. You will be fine. Yes, wait for that because that's gonna be off the chain. Oh my god, I can't fucking wait. Me and me and me and the missus are gonna play Diablo three and Switch though in anticipation because oh. I got a problem. Go for that. I'm not doing that. All right, bet. Big bet. All right, Warriors, well, that's about it. Thank you all for joining us today on this lovely Oblivious Games. Back at it again as we are want to do. If you're liking what what you hear, give us uh give us a share. Share us with your people out there who also like to hear our voices and like video games and like hearing people talk about them for an hour or so um yeah and um yeah without further ado then i guess where's we're out this piece uh for juarez for craig for ray-bans out there somewhere in the ether for space zaddy twitch.tv slash space zaddy i am jay we are oblivious uh and we got this piece peace peace